Just tell me what's the man's in the building, man. Hustle TV's in the building, and we got the superstar barber, man. The barber of the stars, Barry, man. What's going on, Barry? What's good with you, DJ Hustle? Hey, you know how we do. We getting it in, man. How's it over in Texas, man? How's COVID been treating you? COVID's been, uh, it's, it's kind of been, I haven't had it personally. Okay. Um, I was had it. Uh, I, we had thought my daughter had it, uh, but she ended up not having it. I think she just had like a flu. Yeah, but I uh, had a lot of customers who's had it, mm. so it's definitely touched some people and it's impacted me um, in a secondary way, but it still has impacted me. So um, you guys shut down over there? Or are you guys still open, kind of, sort of? How's it working over there? We're open. Um, you know, we did shut down when it was the shutdown. Okay, but we're but it hasn't been to full capacity because some people are still leery about coming in yeah. uh, into setting. No, no, I feel you on that. Um, what what got you in the in the cutting hair in the first place, man? I mean, everybody has a dream about something. Everybody has a goal, and you know, you cut some fly stuff, man. So, what got you, you to, got you to be in the barber? I know for like me, it was okay. So I was like uh, fifteen, um, maybe going on sixteen, okay. and it my my mom and my stepdad would have this thing like if they didn't have the money to send us to the shop, yeah. then cut our hair, okay? Whoa, okay. Well, they were never no good. And they had like these, am I allowed to curse? Yeah, go ahead, knock it out. No, I'm gonna be clean, I'm gonna keep it clean. Okay. So they had like like BS clippers, you know, the kind where the cord <laughs> got the short. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the guy to be cutting off and on, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like my stepdad, he had this thing like, man, DJ Hustle. He had this thing like, if you moved, he just will cut your hair bald. <laughs> and this was during the era, bro, where if you went to school with a bald head, they would smack your head all day. Back yes. head right there. And, and you know how that would go. Then yeah. after about four smacks, you want to fight somebody. Who, and you'd be like, who smacked? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I do. I understand. So it was just like, <laughs> I always did like barbering and I always liked when I would go into the barbershop, I always would like that atmosphere. Mm. And I just always thought the barber was just like the coolest dude. Like, don't ask me why. I just naturally took a gravitation towards it. And the fact that I was an artist, I was able to draw. I've always been able to draw and stuff like that too. Yeah. So it was just one day. I just got some courage and I told my mom, I said, I think I can do this better than you. Wow. And my mom was like, really? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I think, and, and to be honest, I really couldn't. Well, I really could. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, yeah, I think I can do this better than you. Mm -hmm. So my brother, poor dude, he's always been a sacrificial lamb. Mm. Um, his name is Travis. She's like, okay, well then, she handed me the one pair of clippers. She's like, well, cut Travis's hair. So I'm not going to lie and tell you that the first haircut was great. <laughs> it was like a mauling. I, I really murdered him. Damn. Yeah, I murdered wow. him, bro. I well, murdered how, him. How, well, how was his reaction when you murdered him like that on the, on, on the fade? <laughs> well, my brother, me and my brother, complete opposites. Like, I always cared about how I look. He don't give a dang. Okay. So he looked at it. He's like, oh, okay. And I was like, hey, can I do it again? And he's like, yeah, I don't care. So it was all good. So kind of like, so after that experience, what I would do is on Saturday, mm -hmm. after I did 
all of my stuff that my my parents required me to do, I would go to this bar. I would just sit and I would just watch. Yeah. And I would, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was there like the whole day. Uh, I, you know, I might would sweep the floor or something just so I wasn't, you know, bugging nobody. Yeah. I would sit watching. I would watch the tape. So then what would happen is when it would come time, I go home and I tell my brother, I say, hey, come here. Let me try this. Yeah. And he Right, and what was happening is the things that I was watching, I was retaining. Mm -hmm. That's when it all started coming together for me. Like, man, I'm kind of hot. You know what I'm saying? I got you. So, you know, after I did that, I worked at a grocery store. Mm -hmm. And I've always been a pretty straightforward type of guy. And I told my manager, I worked in the produce department. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, uh, Jeff, uh, you know, I can cut hair. And he's like, oh, for real? He said, well, tomorrow, bring your stuff with you. Mm. I was like, he's like yeah bring your stuff with you so i bring my stuff the next day i'm in the yeah. back in the produce department in the back room mm -hmm. cut, and he paid me wow yeah so then what happens dude is it was other employees in there and it's like yo yo it's like you know how to cut hair and i'm like yeah and i really wasn't like no master at it but you know i say yeah you know I just always had, <laughs> yeah I just, uh, yeah so what happened was I ended up starting cutting people in the store. And wow. then a customer in there and they wanted their tomatoes way. And they would peek back there like, where's the guy? They'd be like, yo, hey, little dude, you, you cut hair? And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd ask, are you allowed to cut my hair? And my manager would be like, I don't care. And that's how it got going, man. That's dope that's as hell, man. That's, see, everybody got a story, man. That's that's a hell of a story. Now, take us to when you went to, to you know, the barber college, you got a license. What you learned, did it change a bit at all when you went to to, the, to school for it? Well, to be honest, barber school, what I learned in barber school was how to pass state board examination. Yeah, so, got you. <laughs> got you. I mean, there were other guys in there that knew different things that I didn't know. Yeah. We would, le we would learn from each other. Um, and sometimes they would bring in barbers that were already established in the, in the industry and mm -hmm. you would learn from them. Yeah. Um, but to be utterly and completely honest with you, Hustle, my learning didn't come until I actually got into the shop. Gotcha. Gotcha. Everything is yeah. different in the shop because the shop is, the, you got you guys as a barber, man, you, I know many barbers and they are the pillars of the community. They, they talk about politics, talk about music, the girlfriends, the boyfriends. Um, you're like a counselor in the chair, man. So. Talk to me about, you know, when you cutting hair, man, somebody got to, you, you, you see the vibe when they come in, you see the mom and her little boy, little boy don't want to get his hair cut. She like, <laughs> cut his hair. And you like, it's cool, little young man, it's cool. So talk to me about being a pillar in your community, man, in your barbershop. Well, it's, it's, it's a weird thing because what you end up being is a, a person of a lot of influence. Mm. And sometimes you don't recognize that power, understand that. Right. And person is actually going through something mm -hmm. and you share something with them right and that applies what you shared mm -hmm. and then they come back they're like yo man remember how you told me how to go into this job interview and yeah. to say this or remember how you told me to sit down and write out my budget yeah I did that worked oh and i would be like wow mm -hmm. <laughs> i was like oh okay yeah. so you know, kind of like through those instances that I learned that 
it's a lot of information that we get to relay and pass on to the customer. But to be uh, just really transparent with you, yeah. there are times too where I talk to certain customers and I ended up learning something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's vice versa. You talking and you might have an off day. You're like, what? Really? This is how it really is? Yeah. I'll give you some game and there it is right there. Yeah. So sometimes the information that exchanged is it's a two-way thing. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that you're being given is something that you may not have known or something you might have known, but you can add an extra layer to it. Yeah. So I kind of always go into it with an open mind that not only am I giving out information, I'm in a position to receive information. That's dope, man. It's something that I'm, I've been meaning to ask you, and I've, I've never asked before, but I've heard of this, this term, master barber. Um, to, to me, I go into a shop, like out here in LA, they only have too many master barbers, and they don't really say much about them, but I know like, you know, in the Midwest and South, there's master barbers. What is that, if, 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 if it's such a thing, and is, is it really ring um, Or I think it's just more of a, a, a term, terminology to make a person feel good about themselves, more or less. Okay. Texas, and there is no master barber license unless it's, you know, like if you want to go to the school and teach, you can get more of an educator's Okay. You want to go to barber school and be an instructor. Yeah. But I would say a master barber is uh, tentatively someone who's been in the industry 10 years or longer. Okay. Somebody would say, quote unquote, a, a veteran. Okay. okay. You know? Right, right. Okay. You know, someone that has a lot of experience under their belt um, or a lot of hours, whichever one you want to call it. Oh, know? okay. There we go. There we go. And, of doing, you know, actually doing, you know, practicing in the profession. Yeah. Okay. I get it now. That, that makes sense. I've done a lot of homework on you, man. You really? Is it, is it like really like that? I mean, I've known you over a decade, man. And, and your status has been over this decade has been, it's never been down. It's like, keep rising. I've been really blessed. You, you, you know, you married, you got family. Um, and your barbership band is like, you cut stars. You, you cut everybody in town down there who's, who's a celebrity. So, but before you say the names of anybody, how did you get to that point? Cause there's so many barbers, you know, in Texas and LA who don't cut stars. They cut the, the neighborhood people. So I'm sure you started with neighborhood people first, but how, how did yeah. you get to your first star, then your second star, then your third star, and it, it keeps on evolving into something else different? Well, I mean, so what happened was I was in Akron, Ohio. Mm -hmm. um, I went through a divorce, like super, like just lost everything. This is like during a recession. Oh, wow. Two, in 2008, 2007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rough back then. My sister lived in Atlanta mm -hmm. and she told me, she was like, hey, you know, I think you should move here. I think you would excel. I had nothing to lose. Right. So I packed up. I didn't have much. I had like a, a trash bag. I had my clothes. <laughs> and, uh, at that time, I had a car. Okay. Do that in car and I left. So <clears throat> when I got to Atlanta, I started thinking like, you know what? I'm here in Atlanta. I, I think I want to cut some stars. So this was like when Facebook first came on. Yeah. And I went and private messaged everybody. Mm. Everybody. And the first person to hit me back was Quintus Parker on 112. 
And uh, I started cutting Quintus. And then I started cutting Duran from 112. And it just kind of grew from there. It just kind of grew from there. So uh, I went to the studio one day and I was coming in there to uh, cut, uh, Hey, what's this? I think the kid's name is Khalil. Used to be signed to Death Jam. Yeah, 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 I know, yeah, I know, dude. Like Khalil too. Yeah. And my wife was in there at the time, and I seen her, and uh, man, you know, I just thought she was gorgeous. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we started dating, and she just says to me one day, like, "I really think you should move to Dallas." She's like, "I really think that you would just like kill it," you know. And I think a lot of it is she knew my work ethic. I was yeah. a, I was a killer. I was a go getter. Yeah. Um, man, about a year or so after meeting her, I moved to Dallas. Right. And my, um, in between that time, I used to cut a guy named Alexis Agensa that played for the Dallas Mavericks. So when I would fly here to visit her, I would go cut him. Mm -hmm. so I did this for almost a year. So then when I moved here, mm. I was cutting him. Then I started cutting one of the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. And it. And it ended up just kind of growing from there. Wow. And that I really got into the game. Mm. You, yeah. you, 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 you've been doing great things, man. Now, tell me, talk, talk, talk to me about um, mentoring people. Have you mentored younger barbers now since, you know, they, I'm sure they, they look up to you as you're the star barber. So do you mentor barbers too as well? Um, you know, I've tried to in the past. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes it's kind of hard because just like you, I've known you for over 10 years. Right. So I've grown, right? Right. And a lot of times when people don't understand about progression, when they look at people, mm -hmm. where you see them at isn't where they started at. Whew. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, so, I do. <laughs> so <laughs> there is a, there is a, a, a process to this. There there's some lumps you got to take. There's some sacrifices that you got to be willing to make. Yeah. And a lot of times what I find out is a lot of people want to shortcut success. And I, I, I tell people success has no shortcuts. No. It, not if you want to sustain it. Yeah, that's real. You know what I'm saying to you? Yes, sir. And what I find with a lot of times with certain people, they get impatient. They don't want to do it. They don't want to put the work in. Yep. They don't, oh no. You know how many damn times I've been told no? <laughs> Thousands. You know, yeah, it, it, it never bothered me. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times guys don't want to be told no. They don't want to be patient. They don't want to, they don't want to wait their turn. Um, a lot of times they don't want to make their own opportunities. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get out there, create your own situations. Right. That's real talk. You know, nobody's going to give another grown, do, give another grown man anything. No, not at all. And you know, some of these some of these young men who who think they know all the game, they don't even read a book or nothing. They don't ask for no help. They just know it all because they see it on YouTube. They feel they can, they see that you do it. You make it look so easy. Yeah, it's not. I mean, you have been in the game a long time, man, and you progressed. And when I met you, you was a star, Barbara. You feel me? When I met you, so I can see where you're going. I mean, I, I can see you cutting president hair. Biden, I can see that. I can see it happening. I can see you, you know, edging up Kamala Harrison in the back. I can see it because, because, because how you, because your, your your presentation is everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I dig that. Um, what's next for you, man? Do you want to open like 
barbershops across the country or do you want to be a one-man band? What's the play for you? So like right now where I'm at in my career, I really love it. So, you know, I am a um, brand ambassador or influencer with Gillette. So I have a partnership with them and I'm part of the Gillette Barber Council. Nice. And I love that. Um, I'm also a brand ambassador for Schedulicity, which is oh. an online app. Okay. And I, I really love that too. So I, I'm really starting to love this avenue of it, of, okay. of being an influencer, uh, uh, a collaborator, a brand collaborator with yeah. different brands. Um, I'm really loving that. And uh, like my wife's got some stuff she's working on. Okay. Um, products, a product line. So, you know, I'm gonna get behind that okay. and uh, her with her thing. So I'm kind of loving this other avenue too. Okay. Being able to add this to my resume jacket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Besides man. Besides behind the chair. Sort of like how you do with the acting. You know, um, you know, I just did a commercial uh, where I cut hair for this Grubhub commercial. Oh, nice. Um, That's dope. Yeah. So I'm really liking this aspect of it. I don't know if you would call it the digital side. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. You know, but what I love it. like my visual, my brand, mm -hmm. my persona. It can be seen by anybody anywhere at any time i can yeah. be it I can be all over yeah you know what i'm saying? I having to be there i can be anywhere and I really yeah. Like, yeah i really like that i really like that man so i just kind of linked into it as the young kids say i just kind of linked into it and mm -hmm. uh, I'm, can we see like um you having your own clippers clipper line like you know stars barber you know get a deal with somebody else if somebody was to approach me and I feel that it was a quality product, I'm very open to it. I'm okay. very open. Yeah. Okay. Now, does barbers like, when it comes to picking your tools for, for the trade, is it a special tool that you use or do you make, do you, you start with the small ones first, the big ones second, or do you go in the middle? How is it that you pick your, 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 your gear? Oh, man, it's like, I have companies that I really love their products, like Babilis, mm -hmm. Andes, Wall. Like my first pair of clippers, professionally, my first professional pair of clippers was an Andes Master mm. and an Andes Outliner. Okay. Um, but those primarily have been the three. I do like this Gamma, this line called Gamma. Okay. Um, I haven't been able to get my hands on any yet. Okay. Um, but at this stage of my career, to be honest, Hustle, Companies send me a lot of stuff for free. I don't pay for stuff anymore. Well, you stars barber. Why? Why, why would you? <laughs> why would you? You feel me? Why would you? For what? Yeah. So it, it, I mean, I'm really blessed. I mean, not that I'm trying to be boastful about it or nothing. Because uh, I used to get in a lot of trouble with my wife for buying clippers. You bring one more clipper into this house and. Her, you know what I'm saying? So look, look behind me. What you see these records behind me? I get in, so I, I get in trouble too. You did what? You bought yeah. some more turntables? You got eight pair yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, and you know what it is, man. You only is as good as your tools. It's like a mechanic that's working yeah. on your car. Right. You only are as good as your tools. So, um, but I've been really blessed. Like the last couple of years, I get, I, I get a lot of stuff for free. It's very rare that I pay for anything anymore. Okay, I got you. I got you. Very rare. Man, Barry, it's 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 been a 
It's been a pleasure, man. It's been a pleasure. Um, keep us updated with your audio stuff and hopefully COVID will go away and you get back on the plane and come out back out here or I'll fly out there. And- I'll be out your way, um, I think in September for the Barbican in LA, so. When you touch, you to before come. you come, call me. Or we know we gotta meet up when you touch down. Yeah, I'm a professional. I, I won't tell you the day before. I, I'll let you know at least two months ahead of time. I might, I, I might come be, get you from the oh, airport. <laughs> Doing movies, man. I was watching a commercial one day and I looked. I said, Is that hustle? <laughs> hey, man, you gotta I, keep evolving, brother. It's the coolest thing because I remember meeting you and we've been following each other since the days when Twitter was like really popping. Yeah. Now it's a ghost like 2009, 2010. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's, it's been a journey, man. Um, I'm not a star yet, but I'm grinding. I'm grinding, and, and stars to me is up in the sky. So, I just, yeah. I like I like to work, bro. I like to get it it's in. The- I like get it in. I like, I, I like I, I'm a master craft, and I, I love the sport of acting and DJing. I love. I, I'm a student of the game, and I see that you're a student of the game of being a barber too. So it's hella dope. Yeah, I love it. I'm having fun still. I'm learning still. I yeah. love it. I love it. And I'm a fan of like just different guys. I, I love their work. So man, it's it's real cool. And it's just a cool time to be a barber because we barbers now we, we got so much swag and flair. We get so much respect. Mm-hmm. It's such a respect versus when I first started. When I first started out doing this, people were like, Oh, you're a barber? Oh, so you got another job? What else do Ooh. you do? They, oh, what, they did that? Yeah, they used to ask you that. Like, well, what else do you do? You know what I'm saying? Barbers, we make sometimes some of us can make more money than doctors. So like, it's it's guys in the field that's getting it. That's real talk. That's I mean, I get I get I get it for being an actor. You're an actor. So so what have you been in? Yeah, I I, I lie now and say you look familiar. Oh, I'm a janitor. Really. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a janitor. Let me see your hands. Callous up. Yeah, I'm, I'm a janitor. I'll be lying. My wife be like, why are you lying? I'm like, because, you know, I don't, want, I don't feel like talking about that too much. They call actors an IDMB or something like that? or IMDB? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to up, yeah. update mine because mine look a little shabby right now. I, I got to update my IMDB. So I got to put more, start, more work on that. <laughs> I've been busy hey, working out front. That's a beautiful thing when you can do that. Yeah, yeah, man. Barry, it's a, it was a pleasure to talk to you, brother. Um, if anything, you need anything, bro, I got you. Man, what do I need, man? I just need the treatment when I come out to L.A. That's, you know what I'm saying? You got it. Keys, keys to the city is yours. What's up? I mean, hey, I'm going to hold you to that, too, man. I know I'm you will. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know I'm you will. Def- I'm gonna definitely hold you to that, man. So, but yeah, man, I, it's a pleasure, and uh, I am really um, humbled that you thought enough to ask me to come on and do this. Um, and it was such a pleasure, and we definitely have to do a round two, a part yes, two, will. whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely, man. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do more than round two or three. We're gonna do one, you know, one through ten. We'll get it cracking. So. Especially when 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 country opens it back up again, we're gonna really get it in. We're gonna come to your. I'm gonna come to your shop with my cattle crew. We're gonna film you up a little bit, see what's going on, and then um, you gonna take me around Texas. Yeah, man, I'm gonna tell you it's gonna go full speed once they open everything back up. No, 
It's going to go speed. I hope you're going to be ready. Hustle's never sleeping, man. We're going to get it cracking. Yeah, it's going to be full speed, baby. Okay. So give out your website, your Instagram, all that stuff for the f- people to follow okay. you, man. Instagram is uh, Stars Barber. That's T-H-E-S-T-A-R-S-B-A-R-B-E-R, the Stars Barber. So that's my Instagram. Um, that's my Facebook. That's my Twitter. And my website is thestarsbarber.com. Man, Barry, thank you so much, sir. It's a pleasure, brother. I'm going to talk to you in a minute, man. Doubt, no doubt, family. Be good, man. Out.